Top performing salespeople, do they make great managers? Well, it depends. This is a podcast from Integrity Solutions. I'm Michael Terrell. The most common challenge that people have, um, if you're a top performing salesperson and you're, you've been just promoted to a sales manager or a leader is that you think it's that you can just do the same thing that you've always been doing. And it's just about managing people to perform well. And the most common challenge is that they think that they can bring the same mindset to management that made them a stellar individual contributor. You're listening to Lauren Margolis, CEO of the global firm Training and Leadership Success. Lauren's our guest in this episode, and our focus is around the challenges of turning top performers into great sales managers and sales leaders. I spent some time on a Zoom call with Lauren Margolis recently to talk about top performers learning the difference between managing people and managing themselves. And here's what to know about Lauren. She's a sales insider, so to speak. Lauren was in sales herself early in her career. Let's listen in to an edited version of my conversation with Lauren from earlier. Lauren, we're so pleased to have you. Thanks for making time for this. It's absolutely a pleasure. I'm excited to be here. Before we start, can you tell us a little about your firm, Training and Leadership Success? We are a global leadership development firm that works with organizations to help their leaders and their teams lead better. And we do that through three areas, three solutions, executive coaching, where we work one-on-one with leaders, uh, leadership and professional development training programs, where we work with groups of people to help to elevate their skills, and also team development, where we work with intact teams to help them communicate, collaborate, and drive their performance. Okay, Lauren, thank you. Very interesting. Now, about top performers, can you elaborate on your comments about mindset in the shift from being a top performing salesperson to a sales manager and a sales leader? You know, when you're a top performer, you you drive your own success. You directly influence your performance. You don't have to quote unquote, deal with motivating others to succeed. So the most important mindset shift is to learn how to measure how to direct and and motivate others to perform and stop comparing your people's output and capabilities to your own and most importantly how you got things done and what about the assumptions that people get wrong in all of this people go on the assumption that if, if you have succeeded really well as an individual performer then you can use those same skills you can transfer those skills to succeed as a manager or a leader of people and it's a completely different set of skills and a completely different mindset i would say that that's one of the the greatest misunderstandings or errors that organizations make when they promote people into management That error is assuming that your top performer can now use those very same skills and that very same mindset to produce high-performing results in their team and that you shouldn't support them or that they don't need the support or the time to transition their mindset. First of all, understand that it takes a different mindset and then also how to switch their approach to managing people and how it's different than managing yourself. So there is this this kind of seismic shift that anyone 
makes who's been a high-performing individual contributor making that leap into management. And I call it a seismic shift because there really is not only a transition in the kinds of skills that you use as a manager, but it's a completely different way of thinking about your role and getting other people to perform. What are the challenges in making the transition to sales leader from being a top performer? The greatest challenge is that people who uh, who have been high performing salespeople or high performers period. We, and I used to be in sales too, at the start of my career. And we used to call it owning your own desk, working your own desk. What that means is that I am solely responsible for driving my own success. I directly influence my performance. I don't have to, you know, motivate or deal with, you know, others, um, to, to help them succeed. And so the biggest misconception is that newly promoted managers think that they can take that same mindset and use it to motivate, to manage, to communicate with people who are now reporting to them. And it's a completely different mindset and it's a different way of going about your job. So it's thinking, how can I help this person to perform at their best and achieve their goals? That's very different than how can I get this person to achieve my goals and do it in the way that I would have done it. It's very much about consciously almost letting go of the things that that you did that made you successful, letting go of how you did things, letting go of how you are motivated, what engages you, and stop imposing those guidelines onto your team. What are the other challenges that are most common in making this transition? As human beings, right, we, we, we think that if we succeeded doing things in one way, that we would want to, and it makes sense, we should continue with that that same formula. And it could very well be that some of the steps that you took to succeed in your, in your role as an individual contributor can very much be used by your, your new team members, but they shouldn't be fully expected to do the things in the same way that you did. So that's one of the, of the challenges, and that's one of the, the parts of transitioning your, your mindset. And one of the tools that is so useful in taking on this new mindset is the skill of coaching and coaching your people to succeed. Very clear, Lauren. Now, let's talk about how someone can know whether they've made that mindset shift, whether they're approaching the manager role differently than their recent past as a top performing sales performer, and how they can self-assess. You know that you haven't shifted your mindset when you see yourself or you hear feedback from others that you're doing two things. The first thing is micromanaging. And micromanaging is is exactly what it what it sounds like, and it um, it's 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 stepping in to direct or impose the way that you would approach work onto your people instead of having your team members take their own approach. You know, as long as they're operating with with integrity and meeting or exceeding their goals, there really is, in essence, no need to intervene. So, a good example. Um, is actually in a, in a recent coaching session that I had with a leader 
who was on a virtual meeting with a prospective business partner and, and her leader was in the meeting as well. Um, and her leader privately texted her to recommend that she ask certain questions of that prospective uh, business partner instead of the ones that she was asking. And that's a good example of micromanagement and not transitioning your mindset yet because the questions that this leader was asking were going to get at and end up with the same results that her leader's questions would have asked. So that's an example of micromanagement. It sure is. Now, what else should people look for in their own behavior to indicate whether they've shifted to a mindset that works as a manager? So another symptom is actually ask yourself, do I listen more than I talk? Or do I, do I talk more than I listen? If you have transitioned your mindset into a management approach, you're spending the majority of your time with your people in one-on-ones, in team meetings with your, your team members, listening. You're telling them less of what you want them to do and what they should do. If they come to you to solve a problem or ask how to approach something, you're not telling them what to do, but instead you're asking questions and you're prompting them for their own thoughts and their, their own ideas. How would you approach that? What are your thoughts on the, on the best route? Ask yourself, am I spending more time in my day, in my week listening, or am I spending more time talking? Lauren, what's at stake when new managers don't make a mindset shift, when they don't change the way they're thinking? So what's at stake for managers who don't focus on adopting this new mindset is ironically is actually an underperforming team who's not working to their full potential because their ideas and their true motivators are squashed. A second thing that's at stake is that you get a disengaged team, team members that that don't think and feel that they're being listened to by their manager and worse would be organizational attrition. People are going to get up and leave your organization if they don't feel that they're being listened to. Let's talk about what people can do to shift their mindset now to accelerate it and make it last. Well, first of all, most importantly, is to be aware that you need to shift your mindset in the first place. Uh, You're now in service of others as a manager. You're in service of your direct reports. They're not in service of you. You are there to tap into what they do best, not impose your way of doing things. So first of all, it's self-awareness. The most successful leaders understand that they lead from the balcony rather than direct people's dance steps on the dance floor. If you think about directing and actually telling people where to put their feet on the dance floor, that's micromanagement. If you step up and step away um, and understand that you are there more to oversee, more to motivate and step away from people and understand strategically how they can best perform in their own way, that gives you that space to stop micromanaging. Second of all is to act on it. Once you're aware that you need to shift your mindset, the first place that that you'd want to go is to your employees. So ask them one-on-one, honestly, what drives you? 
what motivates you? How can I best motivate you? How do you like to receive feedback? What is the best way that you like to communicate? So tap into them. They are your greatest source in order to, to, to help you with that mindset shift and to give you a plan of action. Lauren, let's finish about coaching specifically and a common misperception. Coaching is too time consuming for a manager. Can you set the record straight on that? It's actually a misperception that coaching, using a coaching approach takes too much time. I, I think it's because people think of leadership coaching, sales coaching, you know, an external coach um, coming into the organization and working for six, 12 months with a leader to help them develop their leadership or team coaching. It's a process. But when we're talking about coaching your, your employees as a manager, it's using a coaching approach. And what that boils down to is listening, asking open-ended questions and helping your team member come up with ideas and how to approach and solve their own challenges. So it really doesn't take more time to ask a couple of questions and listen than if you were to you know, spend several minutes telling your employee how to approach something and what to do. It actually takes more time to impose your will and your way of doing things on your team member because they're going to be less motivated to implement your ideas, right? Everyone loves their own ideas. Everyone loves to implement their own ideas. And so you're probably going to see less motivation, potentially lower performance, and you're going to have to have another conversation with them. So making the the kind of mindset investment up front to just ask a couple of questions on how your employees would approach something is going to pay off and is going to make you realize that it actually doesn't take more time to use a coaching approach to managing your people. There you have it, Lauren Margolis, the CEO of the leadership and coaching firm Training and Leadership Success on what's critical in moving a top performing salesperson into a management role and the need for a fundamental shift in the way they think about their job and the way they think about motivating others' performance. You've been listening to a podcast from Integrity Solutions. Thank you for joining us. I'm Michael Terrell.